Welcome to For the Health of It, starring Dr. Jenny Brooke, vitality expert and wellness chiropractor at Spinal Corrective Center in Amherst, New Hampshire. She is joined by producer Mike Clark. This dynamic, sometimes crazy, sometimes funny, and always entertaining duo will inspire you to eat, move, sleep, think, and live better. You're listening to Raw Talk about full potential living for the health of it. Mike, I love how you air drum that segment. I can't help it. I know. I'm an air drummer, air guitar player, air, you know, <laughs> air everything. You kind of play djembe, though, in your bands, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I do hand drums, so I guess I'm qualified to do air drums. I tell you, yeah. the things we learn about this Hi, man. Dr. Jenny. Hello, Mike. How are you today? I'm, I'm fantastic. I'm, I'm really you excited are. to be in the studio, especially nice. because we get to be joined by the beautiful and lovely Priscilla Wilson. Hello, Priscilla. Hi. So Priscilla's here today at my request, and you're going to learn more about her. But this is the theme. This is what I'm thinking. So I'm, you know, I'm in the middle of adjusting. And you guys know, like, I'm, I have a very successful, busy office. I get to care for a lot of people. And sometimes it feels like just this um, never-ending sense of love and joy and healing and all the people coming through and the children. And it's, it's, it's remarkable. And you know, sometimes you're helping people deal with crisis and other times you're celebrating with people. And I felt like I was stopped in my tracks one day when Priscilla was in for her adjustment. And honestly, I don't even remember exactly what we said to each other, but she walks away and I'm like, geez, that woman has got it together. <laughs> like she like, she knows things like she's just really got something figured out. And so I wanted to help you tap into this as well and, and as listeners and kind of figure out what we can learn from Priscilla. Because I know she'll be the first to tell you I don't have it all figured out, right? But she's got some things figured out. So here's here's the theme of the show. I had this thought in the shower. And yes, when I got out of the shower, I wrote it down. Is that what you do all your thinking? See, I really, I know it's like a cliche, but I, it's driving and in the shower. So I get out of the shower and, and I had been thinking about, you know, what I'm going to do for the next several podcasts. And this is what I wrote down. I'm not here to talk about what's wrong with the world. I'm here to talk about how we can make the world right within ourselves. And so when I meet people who I've seen have worked hard to make their world right within themselves and they're doing it for people they care about, I think we can all learn from it. No doubt. So Priscilla, she is a lifestyle personality. You should see this girl on Instagram. She's known at, at Priscilla Nicole. That's Nicole with an N-I-C-H-O-L-E. So Priscilla Nicole. Great name. And, yeah. And her, it's so inspiring. And you're on Facebook as well, but so inspiring. So she calls herself a wife, mother, fitness motivator, nutrition mentor, and beach lover. Yeah, I am all those things. <laughs> I, I'm a beach lover. That's about, about all I got out of that. It's my happy place. So. I just... Me too. Uh, oh, I could I move there, the I would. Yeah. Yes. See? We have that in common. Do you body surf? No. No? Oh, no. try it. It's so much fun. I'm more of a sun worshiper over an ocean swimmer. Uh-huh. <laughs> she likes to look at the water, not yeah. be in the water. Yeah, that's exactly. valid. That's Listen a, to it. That's could, the sound. Could have anything to do waves. with the sharks? I don't know. A <laughs> little bit? <laughs> yeah. Salt water, it's not my favorite, but yeah, I love being there. weird things in the ocean. <laughs> well, you know, the, the next show we're going to record, we actually talk about how being in, on, or near the water, how it ch changing our environment to be near water actually does make a difference within our cells. So stay tuned 100%. for that. Nice. Yeah. I'm all in on that, that one. Yeah, totally. it's, called, it's called Blue Mind. It's a cool documentary. So, okay, so let's, let's go back a little bit. And I want to know, um, just kind of tell us your personal story about health just what what's happened to you um 
health has literally changed my entire life. So I don't know. I would say I started on this journey when I was, it was 2016. I was 26. My, my age comes with the years. Um, so I grew up as a figure skater. Really? I don't know if you knew that. I did not. Um, but I was. I was a competitive synchronized skater. Um, and so I was very athletic growing up all throughout high school, too. And when that ended, suddenly it stopped. That was my mm-hmm. fitness. And I was, I mean, I was skating probably... 15 to 20 hours a week. I mean, it was a lot. Yeah. And then it just ended. And I found myself, first, I gained a bunch of weight really quickly. um, Because as an athlete, you can basically, if you're working out that extreme, you can almost eat whatever you want and not gain weight. So I gained a ton of weight when I stopped. Um, Didn't know anything about nutrition. Didn't make any changes. Um, and I also was like missing, it left this huge void in my life. Like, what do I do now? That was almost my identity. And so when it ended, I kind of had to start all over and kind of figure out where my life was going. And that was in high school. And that actually lasted, I, I mean, probably eight to nine years of just feeling like, you know, what next? Yeah. Um, And so it was after I had my first child at 22, I gained even more weight from pregnancy. And that point was really when I tried starting to search for what would work for me. Um, But nothing was working. So like diets? Yes. Yeah. yeah. But all the fad diets was what was getting me. Sure. (laughs) I'm going to try paleo. I'm going to try keto. I'm going to try low carb. I'm going to try high fat, you know, or opposite. And it just, it always left me like deprived, but also sure. it only worked short term. So you yo-yoed. I yo-yoed, major sure. yo-yo. Um, and I wasn't adding fitness. I was trying different things. I would try going to the gym, couldn't stay consistent. I tried personal training, um, which that I liked, but it was so expensive. And I was a young 20-year-old. I did not have money to keep that up. Well, and can I ask when you say yo-yoed, are we talking like a 20-pound swing? Yeah. Yeah, I would lose 10 to 20 pretty quickly and then gain 30. Like it was just, it was ridiculous. And you know, at that age, you can do that. Yeah, You just have to be like, I think I'm going to eat a little better and you can like lose 10 pounds. It gets tougher as you get older. That changes. Yeah. Yeah. I'll admit it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And I don't know, I couldn't find anything that worked for me. So, and I kept trying and then it wasn't until after I had my second daughter and I had gotten married and... At that point, I think like in my mind, something shifted because it was no longer like me. I now had this little girl. And although I already had a son, it was different when I had a girl and was like, I got to figure this out because I don't want her to go through the same struggles I'm facing right now with like not knowing how to handle this. And I wasn't I wasn't self-confident like that wasn't there. And I felt um, just like lazy. I felt like a lazy mom. And I couldn't keep up with anything. I had no energy. Um, so I had to figure it out. Well, you wanted to be a role model. For I her. wanted to be a good role model. Absolutely. And I wanted her to grow up with like natural healthy habits, not be an adult or become an adult and go through the same thing I'm dealing with. Sure. So I it's not just body that. image. It's just like how you feel about yourself. Yeah. yeah. Well, also energy, like being sure. a young mom and not having the energy to go run around with your kids. Yeah, you got a lot to do when you're a young yeah, mom. Yeah, it was, yeah. 
I, I, it had to change. So um, actually, Facebook, <laughs> I reconnected with an old friend um, who I worked with as a teenager, and she was posting her transformation after having two kids, and she had lost a ton of weight. And at that point, I thought that was the answer. Like, if I could just lose the weight everything will be better. Well, if it's somebody you know, because it's so easy to look at those and be like, yeah, whatever, sure. I'm sure they did that. But if you're somebody you know, like you're like, whoa. Yeah, yeah it was like, when I saw like an old friend that mm-hmm. virtually had the same life as me, you sure. know, um, and we were the same age. So I reached out to her like, what are you doing? I need I need that. And she connected me with home workouts um, through actually Beachbody and a nutrition plan that went with it. I know a lot of people who do Beachbody. It's a great program. I, it. I love it. Really successful I for a it. lot of people. Yeah, it's yeah. my favorite. Uh, that's what I've been doing ever since then. Which for ones do you do? Years. I have done uh, countless. Do you have the online? Um, yeah, I, I do have. too. We yeah. don't even do DVDs anymore. Yeah, if you have no DVDs, they're old. Yeah, yeah. We don't sell what's them your, anymore. What's your favorite one right now? Oh, gosh. Um, Lift 4 is that's like I what I'm doing right now and it's I like the country line dancing was it autumn country yeah. heat country heat yeah. that yeah. was really yeah. fun it was with autumn it is a lot of I fun I would not want people watching me do it but I, that's the beauty of it though is really you can fun. do it in your living room and no one has to watch you <laughs> insanity's my favorite one but oh, it's so God. hard that's like yeah. old school yeah yeah that is insane yeah. I can't hang with Shanti I I love him to death but yeah, it's hard. Yeah. Yeah, it hurts. Yeah, it does. <laughs> okay, um, so just to give a visual to our listeners, when when you when you, right before you started your journey, if we had a, like had a sense of what you look like, like just what what did you how would you describe yourself? Because we have a picture of you. Yeah. If you go to her I Instagram, mean, you, can, you can see the before and after. You, but yeah, you can find that on Instagram. Um, as far as size or weight, like yeah, just. I was over 200 pounds. Wow. Um, For your height, because you're pretty short. I'm only 5'2". It's okay. not a healthy we'll place petite, to be. call it not short. Okay. Yeah. Not offended. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's, that's relevant. Like yeah. For someone listening who's mm-hmm. like, man, I'm you know 160 pounds. And they're like, whoa, okay, you started there. Okay. Uh, yeah, I was, I mean, I'll tell you, I was 190 before having kids after skating. That's where I had gotten to. And I... I'm super dense muscularly. So even at 190, I didn't feel huge, but it was too much for me. And then after having kids, so I gained 50 pounds with my son and 45 with my daughter. And then I was left at over 200 after, you know, after postpartum and time goes by and now you actually have weight to lose. That's where I was left. So um, anyways, I got started after joining my friend. I went all in with her and after my daughter was born by her first birthday, I really wanted to lose the bulk of the weight. So I went all in and I was fully committed to my nutrition and my fitness and I lost 65 pounds. Um, so I wow, got... that's amazing. Yeah, it was a lot. <laughs> I got it's down to 150. Work. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was a lot of work, but you know, it. it was something that was... Doable and sustainable. Um, it what really... kind of support, though, did you get? Like, was that just you, like, getting your butt out of bed every morning? Or did you have accountability? 
No, like, I had accountability. See, that's that's huge. That's the secret, honestly. Yeah. Um, you need someone to fully support you in your journey and to be real with you, not just to say like, here you go, this is what I did, like, good luck. You need someone that's going to check in on you, call you out when you're being lazy or even when you're not completely being honest with yourself about what you're really doing and the kind of effort that you're truly putting in. You need somebody to be there and tell you, you know, cheer you on, but also call you out. Tough when love. You're, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So what I hear a lot from people, and I've thought this myself, is you look at people who um, have accomplished a lot of great fitness and, and I, let's, let's not even just say health, but like a really nice body, like they're fit, they're not saggy, they're, they look strong, they have tone. And you look at those person and oftentimes you only see them in workout clothes. That's all they post about. It seems like it's a full on job. Like the, the thought of doing it, I'm like, well, you know, I can't do that because, you know, I just don't have the time or like, I don't want to be the person where that's my identity. That's all I ever do. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. almost like it's an all or nothing to really succeed. So in all, and most of us don't have time for that. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like so, if you said, okay, you have to it. do this 20 minutes a day, anybody can find 20 yeah, minutes a day. Yeah. But you kind of have this illusion when you watch people who get really into fitness that it's that it's very all-encompassing yeah. and it's exhausting to think about trying to make your life look like that. So in reality, I'm just curious, because 65 pounds is significant, um, you would imagine it would take over your life. Like in re- it, to be realistic, then how much time a day really will you absorb by doing that? And now is it different? like maintaining it? Um, no, 30 minutes, 30 minutes work out in and out. Um, that's all you need. You don't have to go for hours a day. You don't have to kill yourself in your workouts. The majority of the results are actually going to come from your nutrition. Um, fitness is really just an accessory and that's, what's going to give you your muscle definition and tone you up and tighten the skin as you lose the weight. But nutrition is got to be the bigger focus. That's actually something that I have said a lot about Pilates. So I really enjoy doing um, stop Pilates. Pilates. Yeah. So it's been, that's what's been a good fit for me. I've done lots of different things. And and at this point in my life, that's the main thing that I do. And a lot of people say, oh, I'm going to join Pilates. I need to lose weight. And I'm like, no, like it's not really a huge calorie burner. If your nutrition is spot on, and you add in Pilates, Pilates will help you tone and get strong and get your core where it needs stretch to be your body. and stretch your body and make you limber. Yeah. Which, which uh, I, you know, I've been doing some reading on that and they're saying that's actually more important than like doing weight bearing exercises mm-hmm. as you get older because everything, you know, starts to tighten up, you know? I, I agree with you because yeah. you, you don't want to c- just contract the muscle all the right, time, you know, right. p- like Pilates and a lot of those types of exercise, like people do bar classes. Yeah, like yeah. It's, it's strengthening as you lengthen the muscle. Yeah. And I'm, I'm guilty of that. You know, we're all concerned about the glamour muscles. You know what I mean? Like, Hey, let's work <laughs> the, the pecs. Glamour let's work the pecs. Let's get the <laughs> biceps going here. And meanwhile, like, you know, I can't lift my arm up cause I don't stretch. I see you this know all I mean? the time with, yeah, with it's me. people. I'm guilty yeah. Of yeah. And, the, yeah. and their like bodies like caved in, in the front cause yeah. their pecs are so tight, but they're mad. Their back muscles yeah. are yeah. And I am guilty of that, you know? It's or like, you have these I, like huge quads and you can't touch well, your toes. Yes. Yeah, right, exactly. Yes. That's not healthy. Yes. You know what I mean? You're going to hurt yourself. That's what's going to so happen. We only pay attention to the muscles in the front of our body because right. that's all we see. It's the glamour <laughs> the muscles. Glamour yeah. muscles. Okay, so that's intriguing. So 
that's refreshing to hear that it was 30 minutes of your day. It was. And like, keep in mind, I had a newborn when I, I, I <laughs> yeah, started we, we have this no excuses. <laughs> when I, when my daughter was six weeks old, I literally, I remember it just because the timing was perfect. My postpartum appointment was on a Monday and I was like, she's going to say I'm good to go and I'm going to go home and do my first workout. And that's exactly what I did. Um, so six weeks old, all the way up her first year, um, and I would work out during nap time because I don't encourage any new mom to miss out on any sleep. So I'm not, I'm a morning person now, but back then I wasn't. And even now when new moms are like, I'm going to get up at 5am, I'm like, don't do that. Is your baby sleeping? Please don't. Um, so, so I'm hearing that she juggles, yeah. which is what's necessary. You have to, you have to. So um, let's take it. Let's like take a quick break. Like at a circus, you mean? <laughs> Just all the all the responsibilities <laughs> oh, of saying. life. He clearly <laughs> is like, not a mom. <laughs> no. Um, Mike, I think yeah. we're going to take a break right now. Okay, good. I think you need to take a break. <laughs> but but really though, when we come back, um, the part of the story that's really gut wrenching is when you hear the why and what's developed from her why. Because if she had not done this, someone could have maybe lost their life. So let's hear about that when we get back. You're listening to Raw Talk about full potential living for the health of it. Your host is Dr. Jenny Brooke, vitality expert and wellness chiropractor at Spinal Corrective Center in Amherst, New Hampshire. If you're in the Southern New Hampshire area, you can schedule a health consultation and examination with Dr. Jenny. To schedule, call 673-5600. That's 673-5600. For more information about Spinal Corrective Center, go to www.spinalcorrectivecenter.com or call 673-5600. To find a chiropractor in your area, go to www.chiropractic.org slash doctorfinder. Now back to raw talk about full potential living for the health of it. So I'm sitting here with Priscilla Wilson. She's a fitness motivator and nutrition mentor. And we just heard about her story of returning to health, um, quite a big weight loss right after the birth of her second child. Um, let's fast forward a little bit. And first of all, maybe discuss briefly, what are the biggest changes you made with nutrition during this time? Um, yeah, so uh, complete turnaround on nutrition. Um Prior to changing my habits, I ate like a five-year-old. Um, not, I'm not exaggerating. Chicken fingers and fries. Macaroni and cheese. Um, chicken tenders and fries is like my favorite meal of all time. Not anymore, but that it was. Pizza, ramen noodles, mac and cheese. Yes. I'm getting hungry. <laughs> um, no. If I ordered a salad, it had so much dressing on it. It was like a little bit of salad with the dressing. It yeah, I ate like a child. So basically making changes. I didn't really like vegetables, um, but I am a tough love kind of person and I, I use that with myself. So I basically got this eating plan that told me um, how much of each food group to be eating for my body. And so it said, I think when I was nursing and starting, I had to eat like six servings of vegetables a day. And I was like, no, I don't even like vegetables. Like, are you serious? So I have to cut something up now. Yeah. But you know, change is hard and you have, you have to do hard things. There's no easy way around it when you're looking for results and looking to, to have serious change, you have to put in the effort. And so I was like, all right, I already know 
I have to eat my vegetables. Like I've got to figure this out. So I literally force fed myself different kinds of vegetables until I learned to like them. I didn't like them. I ate them anyways. Um, but you know, a year later, I liked more vegetables yeah. than I did so maybe, the year you before. You can shift your palate like that. You though. can totally change yeah. your taste buds if you're willing to try it. And now I love all kinds of vegetables and I actually prefer them raw over cooked. It's like so weird how I eat now versus how I used to eat. And I do enjoy it now. I'm not force feeding myself vegetables Even anymore. Even Brussels sprouts? Even Brussels sprouts. Oh my Lord. Yeah. I think what happens is the more we eat that's conducive to health, our, our body obviously wants the nutrition yep. and vegetables. So the more our body gets that, the more our body wants it and craves it. Um, it's, yeah. it's, it's just a totally different experience. Just like you could crave diet soda, but as soon as you force your body to switch your cells to enjoy water again, and then you'll actually start craving water. And it's then you true. take a sip of that soda, and you're like, oh, gosh, that was just so like sweet and blah. I can totally can change I, it. Yeah, I gave up soda as a teenager. And now I'm like, I don't even know how I used to drink that. Um, but yeah, with everything, um, changing my nutrition changed everything. And I don't even know how I don't even like the stuff I used to like anymore. So that's just crazy. But health wise. Um, it wasn't, yes, I, I lost the weight and when it started coming off, it was so, um, it just felt amazing to actually be getting results. But later on down the line, you know, you go see your doctor and they've run blood work and they're like, everything looks so great. Like, you know, and to have one doctor's visit when you're freshly postpartum, super overweight and go back the next year and have her notice and, like all the changes you made and have be asking like, what are you doing? And it's honestly nothing crazy or tricky. There weren't any pills or fad diets. It was going back to basics and eating real food. And that, being consistent about yeah, it. Do you fast? No. No. Well, and here's something interesting. We, we had a short conversation just the other day and I made a comment like, yeah, I just need to go completely off carbs again or something. And you said, no, you no. said, allow yourself to have them yeah. better in the morning. And you said, just be mindful with them, enjoy them, appreciate them and, um, and enjoy it. Carbs are <laughs> so good for you, but they're also um, something that gives you satisfaction and pleasure. And I don't think that it's smart or healthy to eliminate them completely. Just be smart about them and like really enjoy it. And the purpose of carbs, carbs give your body energy. And so that's why I said that is because you need energy in the morning. You're starting your day, but at dinner before bed, you don't need energy. So give up carbs at dinner, but enjoy them at breakfast and savor it. That's it's, you don't have to give it up. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure that was the day I allowed myself to have a, a nice piece of homemade bread. My friend had given me and I put some butter on that and I actually had it for breakfast. Yummy. So good. Yeah. I normally would never do that. <laughs> Sounds amazing. <laughs> and I know I wasn't starting the day with, with something super nutritious, but I remember that day because I felt so satisfied and I felt good. And then at lunchtime, I actually was craving a salad and I had a big salad with vegetables in it. And, you know, that was the main meal of the day. So that was interesting to think about that. Like if I'm going to have it, do it earlier in the day and, and savor it. Yeah. That's what I always tell people because it's just you're when you give it up, it just makes you want it more. 
So why, why it, it, well, it's hard to, enjoy it? to maintain that. Yeah. And you know, I totally understand. And I've been there where certain types of diets, keto and paleo, even an all meat diet for certain people at certain times of their life can be healing for their body. Mm-hmm. So I think that short term, you know, 100% off sugar for a period of time, or especially if you're trying to figure out if you have a gluten sensitivity, really getting off any gluten or carb. Like I, I, I've always taught that. I've always trained that in people. But I do agree that to live in this world long term, one advantage we have is there is a variety of food in our diets. Anything and, we want. Yeah. And there's a benefit to letting yourself experience variety. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, if the majority of your food is really nutritious for you. Well, and the other thing too is like on the carb topic, fruit is such a big thing that has so many nutrients and fiber in it. But because of, you know, media and fad diets, right? even fruit is looked at like a no-no for a lot of people. It makes me sad. I love fruit. I mean, I'd like to believe that, that the fruit, the food that's grown naturally is meant to be consumed. Yeah, I think so, it's a processed yeah. food that is I agree. really bad mm-hmm. for you. It's yeah. true. You always, you always talked about that. Would you say shop the... Perimeter, the perimeter of the store. Oh, good yes. job, Mike. Yes. Nice I work. That. You know yes. what's not in the perimeter of the store, Mike? Cheez-Its. Yep. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I love cheese. It's okay, my husband does never too. <laughs> what is uh, is there like a like a chemical in cheese that make it like there is I th- addictive? There has to be, yeah. Because the people who like cheese it's they talk about it in a very addictive way. Yeah, cheese it cheese it at the beach. Come on, that's that's my dream. Right? Cheese it at the beach. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh! If I'm, I told my husband I was bringing cheese it to the beach, he might go. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, your, your husband doesn't yeah. like the beach? No, no, he doesn't. See, my wife doesn't like the beach. But do you know the reason why? This is an interesting story. She found a dead body at the beach. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Mike, why did you even have to bring that up? I don't know. I just, you know, we were talking about the beach again. <laughs> okay, I'm going to segue to something our listeners gonna, are going to want to hear. They're going to be like, we want to know more about the body at the beach. Yeah. That's for another day. Okay. Okay. <laughs> So to title it, the body at the beach. (laughs) The body at the beach. Oh my word. Okay, so let's fast forward now to this year, and let's talk a little bit about kind of what's unfolded in your life that makes your health extremely relevant to the people you love. Yes. So I don't think I'm gonna like just jump out with it. We'll get there. But um, in 2018, actually, on um, Christmas Eve. My mom came to my house, and I actually hadn't seen her since Thanksgiving, and she looked sick, very sick. So I um, I let her have her Christmas Eve. You know, I, I talked to her a little bit about it, but just gave her the evening. But then the next day, I had done, I had stayed up late doing research on what I was seeing and symptoms, and um, I my brother actually called a doctor, like, you know, you can do the telehealth now Christmas morning and kind of told him what was going on. And should we, you know, rush her to the hospital today or can I wait till tomorrow? And he basically was like, no, there's no reason to wait. Um, the symptoms sound like liver failure for sure. Oh, wow. So, um, we drove up and we got her to go to the hospital and sure enough, um, through some testing, yes, like you are in liver failure, 
we got to do a complete lifestyle change because um, I don't know how much people know about the liver. I certainly didn't know anything about it until this happened. But um, after doing, I, I'm a nerd. Like when, yeah, I like that about <laughs> when you. When something comes into my life, I want to know like everything about it. So I'm starting to like research the liver like crazy, not just her disease, but all about it. And I'm learning that it is like the most, it's basically the most important organ in your body. And it controls literally everything, mm-hmm. <laughs> even the smallest of problems like acne. Um, stem from the liver. And I was just like mind blown about it. But the thing is, you can't live without it. But it's also regenerative. But once it's scarred too much, it can't come back from it. It can't heal. So the only there's no medication. There's nothing the doctors can give you to help heal your liver. There's they can they can give you medication to cover the symptoms but they can't heal it. And the only way you can heal it is with nutrition. So my mom, um, she did. I mean, she, she's so funny. She's like talking to the doctors, but then she's telling them, she's like, no, I want you to talk to my daughter because she's the one that's going to put together what I'm eating that's and awesome. going to tell me what to do. And I trust her. And so you need to consult with her because I, the dietitians were coming in and giving her advice and nutritionists and I wanted to know because I understand this topic a little bit more. I'm just more in depth with it. Um, And so I'm going home like, this is what you're going to eat. And um, you're going to learn to like it. And we're going (laughs) to drink some celery juice and all this stuff. And yeah, that was her reaction. Oh, okay. (laughs) But she, you know, um, she understood this, the seriousness of, you know, what was going on and that once she's being told this is the only way you're going to heal or have any healing, she took it very seriously. So I'm actually really proud of her for that because it's now been almost two years. And in the first year of her diagnosis, she improved a lot. Um, I mean, she was very, very sick when we got her to the hospital. And now... She's still sick, but she's made enough improvement where um, she has more energy in the morning. Um, you know, I mean, her, her skin was yellow, so she looks more normal now. Um, she's been able to eat a lot better, and her numbers rose a lot, um, like all the liver numbers. I'm not going to get into all that, but they, they look much better. Like The doctors were kind of like, um, what are you doing? Because at the initial appointment... I'm telling the doctor, like, um, some of the supplements I want her to go on and drinking celery juice. And the doctor was like, please don't do that. And I'm like, why? And she's like, well, there's no proof that any of that actually works. And I said, well, read the ingredients, though, of a supplement I wanted her to take. And she's like, yeah, I wouldn't do any of that. And I'm like, but why? And she goes, because it's just an herbal supplement and none of that stuff has any proof. I said, but are you saying that because you're educated on these ingredients and you know that they're going to counteract medication you're putting her on? Or are you saying no because you're uneducated on what you're looking at? And she kind of didn't have a great answer for me. (laughs) But basically was like, just please don't. I wouldn't advise that. I'd rather her do this instead. Knowing what questions to ask, that's that's a big part of it. My mom took my advice instead. So it was really funny (laughs) to have her go back. This was at her six-month point. And the doctor had seen... Way, 
way more improvement than she was expecting and was like, well, what are you doing? And my mom was like, well, (laughs) basically everything you told me not to do. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) But it worked. And it was, it, it was healing through natural food. It wasn't anything crazy. Well, our cells turn over and our nutrition gives our body what we need for our cells to turn over. So yeah. you're going to re- you're going to build a new liver, so you might as well try to change the way your body are going to relay those cells by giving the cells a different kind of nutrition. It's mm-hmm. it's not that far fetched. And if you can do it without medication which has all kinds of side effects. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Why it's not go true. the natural route? It's what do you true. got to lose? What do you, yeah, exactly. Like you know? what's going to happen? Yeah. So, um fast forward, we get to a year and she now has She's healed a lot, but she still requires a liver transplant. So her liver still, I mean, it's healed, but it's not going to come back enough, you know? So um, she she was able to get on the list. And at this point, this is when I find out that living liver donation is a thing. I had no idea it was a thing. So, you, you, need your so liver. you could give someone part of your liver is basically yeah. living liver donation. They can actually donate part of your liver when you're alive. And I had no idea. Wow. So you must have a really like great liver, though, for let, for them to take half of your liver. Yeah. Can I have half your liver, right, Jenny? Exactly. I think I need it. Like you'd want to. Like, yeah, you'd have to have a pretty great liver. <laughs> oh, my. God. You have to. Uh, yeah. There's actually a lot of requirements to. Yeah, of course. It's not easy to become a living liver donor um, because it's not like a kidney where you can give one away. Um, so I that at that point I started looking into it. As you, and, as you, you mean? For yeah. You to be a liver donor. To, to become wow. a donor, I started looking into it. Um, I didn't say anything to her about it because I didn't really want to get her hopes up. If I, you know, got into it and was like, I don't want to do that. Um, but I, I did a lot of research and came to the conclusion that it would be pretty low risk for me. Um, so at that point I decided to see if I was even a blood match because I didn't even know that. Yeah, I was going to say the compatibility issues with it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So first I had to be a blood match donor. So yeah. I called, it was on my record from pregnancy, but I didn't know it myself. So I called and I, I knew her blood type. And so they told me mine and immediately I was like... I'm a match. <laughs> so then I was like, all right, all right. So I think I'm going to do this. And I had, a, I had a conversation with my husband, you know, like even before I told my mom to, I was like, you know, I think I really want to see if I can do this. I need your support. And um, so, I mean, it was a, it was a big conversation, but he got on board and I was able to like go up and be like, Hey, so <laughs> I'm going to go through this evaluation and see if I can give you my liver. Um, and I mean, it, it was a huge process, but, um, she's super grateful. Obviously, I don't know like what kind of person wouldn't be really, but. Did you um, already do it? No, we are going to do it in the next few months. Oh, wow. Um, that's pretty intense. It is intense. The oh, evaluation was intense. So, but this is the most, um, crazy part. So tell them the conversation when you first called about the BMI. Yeah. So, well, I didn't even find out until I was there. Um, you have to call and basically say, hey, you know, I want to evaluate, do an evaluation to become a living liver donor. And so they ask you, they give you kind of a short phone interview at first. They want to know um, your age, your gender, your weight, your height, um, a little bit of family health history and 
when I was there is when I found out that most people that call to, you know, want to do this, don't even get to the appointment because on the phone, their BMI is too high. You can't. So their body mass index. Oh, index. yeah. Oh. Index. So you their weight, too much. weight um, for their height really? is that's too a, high. That's if issue. you're overweight, you can't do it. Um, but for this kind of donation, I don't know how it works for all the other ones, but for liver, you have to be really healthy. <laughs> Otherwise, they're not going to do it because your liver does control so many things from your body. They're not going to risk leaving you, you know, worse off than when you came in. Um, so th- yeah, that was a huge hit for me because I was like, if I, <laughs> I was really overweight. And so if I hadn't gone through this journey to find my own health and lose all the weight, I would have gotten denied over the phone and been like, I can't even do this. And it's simply being overweight is like a simple, no, sorry. When you commented to me that, that you were still like, you, yeah, they, they asked you to lose five pounds or something. They still want me to lose five to ten pounds. And you're like, yeah. okay, but even yeah. if you so you lost sixty five, if you had lost forty five pounds, which would have been remarkable, you would have been a no, probably. Wow, yeah. that's incredible. Yeah. That's quite a story. It, yeah, I, I, it is. You had yes. no idea when you just started that journey how many people it would impact. No, I didn't, um, and it really has impacted my whole family, my children, my husband, my parents. Um, I mean just in, in every area of life with more energy and um, a more positive mindset too. That's huge. So I, yeah. Well, just like you saw that friend from high school's Facebook and you thought, well, if she can do it. Why can't I, 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 should, I can do this too. That was my goal because I'm not presenting a person right now on a podcast that had more resources than most people or who had more time than most people or even had more knowledge you just looked around, found some ways that you knew you could do it and you stayed consistent and you stayed positive because we never know what the future is going to hold. We don't know how critical it is that we keep ourselves healthy. Yeah. That's an incredible story, really. You know? Yeah. It, I don't, I wish, I wish so many more people understood the impact that their own health can have on the lives around them. It's not even, mm-hmm. I know, I know like donating an organ isn't something that's super common, but even just in instilling healthy habits in the people that live in your house, um, you know, just like energy is contagious and happiness, your habits are too. And especially when you have little kids, they're monkey see monkey do. They want to do what you're doing. And I'm pretty sure my entire life, I've never been exercising and taking care of myself and unhappy for it. You know, like you're yeah. always just going to be happier. If you're doing it for for a purpose and you're doing it for yourself, you're always going to feel good. It's so true. And you know what? I'll be completely honest. There's still a lot of days I don't feel like working out. It's not something that I like, oh, I love a good workout. I mean, some days I am excited for it, but there's still a lot of days where I really don't feel like doing this. But I've never regretted it when I'm done. I'm always no, like, feels great. proud so, of yes. myself for doing it yeah. anyways, you know? Well, and honestly, you know, that vision I had of, you know, wow, people who work out, that's all you ever hear them I hear them say or do. I, I think in, like, I can look at your situation and you do have an Instagram page and you'll share motivation and you'll share workouts. I bet that's motivational for you to do it. 
You know, when you're telling accountability, we can, yeah, because we can be accountable to say our spouse or say to our best friend. But in some ways, if we're accountable to our world through social media, if yeah. that's a motivating factor, who's that hurting? Like that's a healthy way to inspire other people and to make sure you're accountable for yourself. It's true. It's true. And especially when you put yourself out there, like <laughs> I have people that follow me that I don't even really know. But I show up on Instagram stories a lot and I share little like snippets of my day. And if I take a break or I'm not showing certain things consistently, I do get messages. Are you okay? That's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what I shared on Instagram stories today? What? The journey of my cat getting his lion's cut. Yeah, he got a lion cut. He looks like a little lion. They shave his body, but leave the paws. Are you serious? Yeah, so I did it before, and then I did like the little, like the van that comes and sits in your driveway, and they carry the cat out and do it. You probably get a zillion views on it, you know. (laughs) And the cat looks ridiculous, and he looks slightly ashamed, (laughs) but so happy because he doesn't hurt anymore because we do it because, you know, they get the little, like, He looks ashamed. (laughs) You know that that look in a cat. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Check out my Instagram story. You'll totally know what I'm saying. That's funny. But I I guess to bring this full circle is, you know, we all want to feel good about ourselves and we want to feel good in our bodies, be able to do what we want to do. We want to um, function our best. And I just found whenever I talk to you, whenever I see you on Instagram, I'm inspired. So the way that I keep myself at my best is I surround myself with inspirational people. So that's my intention today with all of the listeners is to keep them inspired. So thank you for sharing. Thank you really? for having me on. Um, I mean, that's that's honestly my life goal is just to <laughs> inspire people to be better. You can be better every day. Well, you're succeeding. And maybe what's going to happen is my next Instagram story will show me making a big salad and Mike. The, uh, putting the cheese its down. <laughs> <laughs> we can only wish. <laughs> be well, everybody. You've been listening to Raw Talk about full potential living for the health of it. Your host was Dr. Jenny Brooke, vitality expert and wellness chiropractor at Spinal Corrective Center in Amherst, New Hampshire. If you live in the southern New Hampshire area, schedule a health checkup with Dr. Jenny at 673-5600. That's 673-5600. For more information about Spinal Corrective Center, call 673-5600 or check out www.spinalcorrectivecenter.com. You can also find Dr. Jenny on Facebook at Spinal Corrective Center. Thank you for listening to Raw Talk about full potential living for the health of it.